Hi, I'm Terence Comer. I'm in the esteemed presence and have the great pleasure of spending some time with Professor Tarun Kanna of the Harvard Business School at Harvard University. Professor, thank you for making the time. Thank you, Terence. Fantastic. I appreciate that. Prof, two quick points if you don't mind. Local empowerment, and, and you're very passionate and, 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 and you know, a leading expert actually on, on India itself and business in Southeast Asia. The examples that I quote regularly to my colleagues in reference to South Africa's BEE partnership and local empowerment, India has Pilot Pens, which has been amazingly successful, Hero Honda and other brands, and India has a policy view on that. In South Africa, although transformation is happening, there's an academic discussion of it should happen, but there's an almost meaningful, willful creation of difficulty of actually transforming. South Africa is now 25 years as a, as a democratic country. But from my last understand, more than 87% of the economic control remains, in, for want of a better word, untransformed. Where do you see the value in your experience of, of local empowerment projects? Uh, first, a, a small correction. Hero Honda became Hero quite some time back. Um, uh, it was a joint venture between Honda of Japan and, uh, uh, and Enterprise, the Munjal family in, in, in India. Uh, and they parted ways after an incredibly productive, long, multi-decade joint venture. And Hero has spread its wings and is becoming its own enterprise. Um, and it's not, I don't know that India has a point of view uh, on these local ventures. Um, um, there are a series of regulations that have evolved over the years, some favoring foreign direct investment and some being antithetical to it. Uh, and at any point in time, like any, in any vibrant democratic polity, there is a pull and a push. Yes. constructive pull and a push on all sides to figure out the right balance. Yes. Um, so that's the state of play in, uh, in, in, in that particular country. Uh, going back to the black economic empowerment, uh, I have followed that process with interest uh, uh, since the time uh, 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 Madiba was released and uh, there was a wonderful program that I had the privilege of being part of, uh, run at WITS, your local university here yes. in Johannesburg, um, where, we, where we got to work with uh, people from the ANC uh, who had just entered mainstream democratic society, so to speak, uh, and people of the white economic classes that were in control. And it was a very constructive conversation. Uh, so it's somewhat dispiriting that it hasn't made more progress than one would have hoped in 25 years. But that said, if you look at uh, some of the barriers that uh, uh, low-caste low people face in India, um, those have been very, very tricky uh, to surmount. Uh, or you look at the uh, Malay Bumiputras in Malaysia, those have also been very tricky to sum out. In all those three cases, uh, South Africa, India, uh, Malaysia, political power has devolved to the, to the majority group, uh, but economic power has been much slower to devolve. Um, so I think we have to uh, take a sober view of this and say certain things clearly didn't work in whichever country is your uh, immediate domain of interest. Uh, and renew the experimentation and ways of catalyzing change in the community that we are seeking to uh, to empower. Um, and again, you know, sobering lesson from uh, India, uh, 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 Malaysia again, uh, Indonesia, South Africa, is that when we try to intervene uh, with constructive purpose, there's often a derivative set of corrupt practices that come along with it. And that has certainly happened in South Africa. Yes. Uh, and it certainly happened in, in India as well. So this is not a case of a pot calling a kettle black, if I wear my Indian hat for a second. It's simply the observation that these regulatory processes are not one-off things where you institute legislation and you sit back. Yes. Because as surely as night follows day, 
some smart aleck will try to give the system and grab the stuff for themselves. So it requires continued vigilance, a free press, and all this other fun stuff that we correctly extol in society to make sure that we check and balance into uh, each other and enable each other into good behavior. Yes.